Hey, girlfriend, welcome to the Restored Mind podcast, where we are going to be talking about various life topics surrounding mindset transformation. Imagine what it would look like to have peace in your life despite what the world is telling you. Hi, my name is Caroline, a wife, mom of three, and makeup turned fitness enthusiast. I am here to help you build a strong mindset that will propel you forward into a life of peace and joy. Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things through him who gives me strength. Girlfriend, there is freedom waiting for you. So if you are ready to build a 2.0 version of yourself, then this podcast is for you. So grab your water or whatever you like to drink, throw on your walking shoes, and let's get going because it's always 4.13. Hello and welcome to the Restore Mind podcast. Happy New Year. If you celebrated by going out or partying, or if you decided you wanted to just stay in and keep it low key like I did, I hope that it was fun and relaxing for you, however you celebrated. If you are new here, hi, my name is Caroline and I am excited that you've stopped by. I hope that you'll stay. But if you decide not to, I'm still very thankful that you came by today anyway. If you are a returning listener. Thank you so much for being here and coming back. I am truly grateful for you taking the time to listen to my episodes. I say that a lot, but me saying thank you doesn't seem to cover just how thankful I am. And that's the only word that I I can use that comes to mind. So it's the new year and things have already started off on a very rocky way, right? My episode that's launching today should have launched on the 4th, but It didn't happen that way because before I left on vacation, I locked myself out of my account and I wasn't able to unlock it before I left. So that's why there was no episode last week. But here we are showing up anyway, rolling with the punches and you guys are too, right? No matter how your year started, whether it was really rocky, you're in a funky mindset, you had every intention on New Year's Eve to start this new year with positive effort, putting your best foot forward, and it didn't turn out to be that way. Take a deep breath, my friend. We are going to be okay, right? We're just taking it one day at a time. A couple weeks ago, I asked you all if you had thought about any goals that you wanted to attain in 2023. And at the time that I asked that question, I didn't have my goals written down, but I did have an idea of what I wanted to accomplish. Now, since then, I've been able to lock everything down and I'm super excited for it. I hope that you've been able to write down your goals too. And if you're one of those people that don't like to write their goals down because you think it's kind of silly, I used to be there. So I totally get that. The reason why it was silly for me though was because when I would write my goals down, I would forget where I wrote them down. It would just be lost. Or if I mentally made a note to myself, I would forget. And so it all seemed kind of pointless. And if that's where you're at, I get it. I understand. January is usually around the time where a lot of people are setting goals for themselves because it's a new year and they are wanting to start on a clean slate, which inspired today's episode of motivation versus discipline. What do we do when motivation leaves us? Now, before I actually dive into the episode, I wanted to put out there right now that You do not have to change every aspect of your life to make it a better life. You can always focus on the one thing 
What are the two things that you really want to bring to the forefront of your life and start on that journey and then slowly incorporate things? Because if we start doing too much too fast, we're eventually going to get burnt out and we're going to start to feel like what we set out to do in the beginning was completely pointless because we're just quote unquote never going to get there. All right, so what do we do when motivation leaves us? You guys know by now that I like to dig into words and define them. So we are defining the word motivation. Motivation is a burst of excitement or energy. It gives us motive, which is the root word for motivation, meaning it gives us reason for a certain action or goal. It's what drives us and it's what inspires us. Motivation, when I think of that, it brings up positive, uplifting emotions. We are inspired by someone's journey and begin our own or We are just so sick and tired of being sick and tired and have made the decision to make some changes in our lives. And it could be both or one or the other. Whatever that reason is, changes begin with motivation. A feel-good feeling of thinking about the positive outlooks on what could be if we reached our goals. But it can also put us in overdrive because it brings excitement. It is fuel to our fire. Think about when you first wanted to embark on a journey. For me, it was my fitness journey. 2020 is when I started my fitness journey, even though I didn't have the right mindset at the time. The reason why I wanted to work out in 2020 was because I had a girl's trip that was coming up. I believe it was around June or July timeframe. And I started working out in April of 2020. And I did seven days a week, two times a day doing HIIT cardio. Seven days a week, two times a day. It was insane. I can't believe I did that thinking back on it, but I basically was excited. And that was the fuel to my fire, which was the girl's trip. I used the girl's trip to give me a timeline to drop 10 pounds. And by the end of that, I found myself being burnt out. And I didn't meet my goals. So that was very disappointing. I was disappointed in myself. And it left me feeling unmotivated. Feelings of unmotivation comes from when we see no results or there's not a lot of incentives. We aren't encouraged or inspired. And when motivation leaves us, we can revert back to our old habits or make excuses to not show up and do the things that align with the goals that we set for ourselves. We also have a negative self-talk. And that might look something like scolding ourselves mentally for not being able to attain certain goals. Maybe limiting ourselves and saying that we weren't meant to have these things because the results are showing that it's not possible. It also feels like a lot of effort, a lot of the effort that we put in is a waste of time. And that right there is such a defeating thought to have. I remember my husband and I, we were going to H Mart and I was talking about my fitness journey and how, I guess I really wasn't talking, I was more so complaining, if I'm being really honest here. And I was complaining about how I wasn't able to achieve a certain physical look by my girls trip and how I was jealous that certain girls can start out and within a month look a certain way and I'm complaining to my husband about how that didn't happen for me I was only able to drop two pounds my physical body didn't look any different than what it did when I first started and I was starting to feel like the effort that I was putting in was a waste of time And I didn't want to work out anymore. And so I had to go back to the drawing board and really evaluate my reason why. So motivation 
can help us by inspiring us and giving us a drive or giving us an incentive to do something. But we have to recognize our why. And when it goes deeper than just the outside layers of I want to look good or I want to make so-and-so so jealous that they broke up with me. I don't know, like whatever the excuses, whatever that reason is, it has to be bigger than that. Because if it's not, you will quickly lose motivation when you start to realize that all the work you're putting in is giving you very little to no results. A big part of that too is we have to learn to be patient. And that is a form of discipline. What is discipline? Discipline, for me, the word obedient or obedience comes into mind. And I know that that word gets a lot of negative thoughts towards it. It's not something that we want to say we are obedient because it almost feels like someone has authority or power over us. And I know it's really crazy me saying this because this is a faith-based podcast. But hear me out. Obey is seen in a negative light because it projects another person has authority over us. But if we think about it like this, we have authority over ourselves. The definition of obedient is doing or willing to do what you've been told by someone of authority. You can be your own person of authority. We can have boundaries and set goals and work towards them, just like as if you are taking your job right now, whatever it is that you do, you have a boss who gives you boundaries, who gives you goals because they are setting it towards the company's goals and they're giving you tasks to do because they are working towards them. But you can be that person for yourself as well. You can set your own boundaries, you can set your own goals and you can choose to work and show up to make moves towards the goals that you set for yourself. Being obedient in yourself in my opinion, is different from having faith obedience, which is a matter of trust. Okay, in Romans 1.5, it says, through him, we receive grace and apostleship to call all the Gentiles to the obedience that comes from faith for his name's sake. All right, so when you have obedience towards yourself, you are telling yourself that I am going to complete this task because it aligns with my goals. And these are the things that I will not do. These are my non-negotiables. And non-negotiables for me look like this. If I'm going out with my friends and we're going out to dinner and I tell myself I'm probably going to order something that's like chicken with veggies and uh, rice or some kind of carbs to make it easy on my macros because I've already mapped it out for the day and we'll say this dinner was unplanned. So for me to stick to my macros, this is the, the thought that I would have before dinner actually happens for me to be mentally prepared for what's to come. Now, the temptation comes in where I'm sitting down at the dinner table and I'm seeing steak and appetizer for fried pickles. <laughs> or I'm looking at the dessert menu and I see lava cake with a mound of vanilla ice cream on top. It looks so good. And I'm a huge sweet tooth person. Or I get comfortable talking to my friends and they're having drinks and now I kind of want to drink too. That is where the non-negotiables come in. Where are you not negotiating with yourself? Where are you setting the boundaries so that you can make these small strides to accomplish the goals that you want to accomplish? Now, I'm not saying you can't ever have these things. You definitely can, but just know that your decisions matter in these moments. And whether or not you give into temptation or you tell yourself, hey, I'm going to be good to myself, 
and I'm going to do what I originally planned to do to keep myself on track, that's completely up to you. You have the power to make that decision. But make the decision that's going to make you feel good at the end of the day and the next morning. All right. Sometimes or most of the times when we give into temptation, we usually wake up thinking, man, I ate too much last night or man, I drank too much last night. You have to set your boundaries. What are your non-negotiables? So in order to have discipline, we have to train to create habits and routines. To train for this would mean you'd have to obey certain rules and behaviors, right? What are your non-negotiables like we just talked about? When you don't feel like doing something in the moment, but you show up anyway for the goals you set for yourself, that is discipline. An example I'm going to put out is a fitness journey because it's one that I feel a lot of us can relate to. We've either started one and kept it going, started one and fell off, or thought about starting one and never got started. And I've been on all three of those, so I know what all of that feels like. Now, we won't always feel like doing what we need to do, but to have discipline will mean that we will make time for it by prioritizing our core habits, whatever that may look like for you. So for me, it's my nutrition, my movement, my water intake, and devotionals. Devotionals and fitness for me, my faith journey and my fitness journey, they go hand in hand. And there is a personal story as to why, but to sum it up, God met me in my garage when I was working out, when I was at rock bottom of my life, and that's how all of this kind of came about. You can catch the trailer or episode one, and I dive in a lot deeper on why faith and fitness go hand in hand for me. So what are your non-negotiables? If we have boundaries and expectation of others, we need to set them for ourselves as well. We have to keep ourselves accountable. That's what our non-negotiables are. When you continue to pursue your goals despite setbacks, not letting failure stop you, continuing to show up and conquer, also known as try, try, try again, that is discipline because small wins matter. No matter what kind of wins they are, they still matter. Even if someone out there does not feel like your small wins matter to them, that doesn't matter because it's for you. You made these changes for you. And whether or not someone recognizes that and sees that as a win, it doesn't even matter. That's their opinion. Learning new habits takes time and repetitive intentional motion. You have to be intentional and you have to repeat these new habits that you want to learn in order for it to actually become a habit. Know that you will not be perfect in your journey, but we are aiming for progress. In order to make a new habit a habit, you have to continually, thoughtfully do these small things. If it's drinking more water, then start your day with water instead of coffee. Have your coffee after you drink water. You know, these small wins add up because they pile on top of each other for the greater win, for the greater goal, and for the greater vision. All right? We want to celebrate our small wins. When I first started my Instagram, when it was beauty-based, but when I flipped it over into fitness, one of the things I said a lot was celebrate your small wins. Because it helps us keep ourselves accountable. We want to be excited in our journey. We want to be celebrated. How are you celebrating? Do you celebrate well? You know, Are you celebrating only when the big things happen? Because if you do that, are you struggling in the midst of everything else? In these small moments where you fail? In these small moments where you might be struggling? Celebrating your small wins is very important. And I personally feel like it gets overlooked. Because everyone wants to see the results of 
what it looks like when you first started to the end result and everyone's like, ooh, and ah. It's not always like that, you know? Celebrating the small wins can be, I can't do one push-up, but the one day I got the one, I'm excited for it. And and I'm going to tell people about it because I'm celebrating that win. That means you put in so much work between the time that you started to the time that you got that one. Imagine how much time and effort you put into all of that for the one. That must feel so good. But then think about how much time and effort you put between not being able to do one push-up and doing one and then putting yourself down saying, oh man, I was only able to get one. I suck. I can't do this. This is hard. Well, the reality is that, yeah, it's hard, but you're also forgetting how much work you've put in, how much intentional effort you've put in to practice so that your body can gain the strength to do that one push-up, all right? So small wins matter because they add up and they pile on top of each other for the greater win, for the greater goal, for the greater vision. We want both though. So both are important. Both motivation and discipline are very important. Why? Because motivation is the starting point. It brings up positive emotions and outlooks for our goal and our journey, while discipline keeps you accountable when motivation is lacking. So while we love motivation because it gives us these feel-good feelings, we need discipline to keep us accountable. And you have to build that discipline to keep yourself accountable. No one is going to do that for you except for you. And if you have a coach, they're probably going to do a check-in with you, but they can't do the work for you. Even though they want the win for you as much as you want it for yourself, you have to keep yourself accountable. And that is where the non-negotiables come in. It's good to rely on discipline because when we have our core habits established, the non-negotiables stand firm. For example, we're laying down your foundation, right? In Matthew 7.25, it says, The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house. Yet it did not fall because it had its foundation on the rock. This is where Jesus is telling the story of the wise and the foolish builders. He says that those who hears his words and builds their house on solid rock would remain standing in stormy times. But those who hear his words and builds on sand, their foundations will fall. A house needs a foundation to stand strong. And you are a house that needs a solid foundation. What is your house built on? Is it built on motivation or is it built on discipline? And it can be both, but you really want to lay the foundation out for discipline because motivation is like the decor in your house, okay? You can always change it. It can be broken. It can be moved somewhere. You don't know where it went. Where are you lacking? Where can you improve the foundation of your house? It's very important that we come back to the foundation of our home because in stormy times, it reminds us why we are on a journey that we're on. Why is relying on discipline important? Both motivation and discipline are important. And the reason why is because motivation is a starting point that brings out positive emotions and outlooks for our journey. Discipline keeps you accountable when motivation is lacking. It's very important to train yourself in discipline because you want to build those habits. You want to keep those core habits strong. And the reason why you want to rely on discipline is when core habits are established, the non-negotiables stand firm. So you want to build your house on discipline, so to speak. You want to lay your foundation out on discipline. 
Before I end this episode, I'm going to leave you with some tips on how to build a strong foundation. All right, you ready? The first one is this. Decide what's important to you and why it's important. Establishing your why will always remind you of why you're doing something and if what you're doing in the moment is aligning with your goals. Learn to keep promises to yourself. If you say you're going to do it, show up when the time comes. Saying and doing are two different things. You can say something and not do it. One of them is just words. The other one is action infused with intention. An example, I used to tell my husband that I'm going to get fit one day versus saying I'm working out today at 5 a.m. and then actually showing up at 5 a.m. for the workout. The more specific, in my personal opinion, the better because it helps us establish exactly when we're going to do something. With that said, you have to keep in mind that life isn't perfect. If I say I'm going to work up at 5 a.m. and it didn't happen that one day, that's fine. You have to give yourself grace for that because things happen. Like today, I overslept, so I didn't wake up at 5 a.m., but I did move things around in my schedule to fit a workout in. Just don't let it be a habit of you saying that you're going to do something and then you not show up for it, okay? Because it's not working for you. It's actually going to be working against you. Establishing a timeline or a schedule for you to put in work towards your goals will help you get one step closer. That's why you want to keep promises to yourself. Also, allow yourself grace. What is grace? You hear that word all the time. What is grace? Grace is unconditional love. Giving yourself grace allows for imperfection. We will always be imperfect at everything we do. If you give yourself the space for you to mess up, the pressure of being perfect is off of you because it doesn't hold power over you. This gives you peace in your journey. Remember, we welcome motivation, but we want to build a mindset for discipline. You have power over yourself to make changes and decisions that align with your goals. And no matter where you are on your journey, whether you're just starting or you're a seasoned person, celebrate your small wins, even if you're celebrating by yourself. These will get you through the tough times when motivation is lacking. this episode has lifted your spirits and blessed you abundantly. Before you go, please make sure to subscribe to the podcast so you can receive new episodes when they are released every week. I'm on various platforms like Spotify, Podcast Index, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Alexa, and so much more. You can find the complete list on my podcast website. That's www.buzzsproutcom forward slash 2084024. All right, my friend, I'm praying God's blessings over you. And remember that you can do hard things because it's always 413. See you next week on the Restored Mind podcast with Caroline Tao.